Picture this, you're sitting down to watch a live poetry performance. The first poet takes the stage, and as they begin to read, they're accompanied by a live jazz band. If this sounds intriguing, well, you're in luck. International Jazz Poetry Month returns to Pittsburgh on May 2nd. The festival features more than 50 artists, including local jazz icons and poets from Algeria, Cuba, Sudan, and Ukraine. Tickets to watch online or in person at City of Asylum's home on the north side are free. Get yours at cityofasylum.org before they're gone. Today on CityCast Pittsburgh, the nights are longer and there's a chill in the air. It's almost Halloween, which for today's guests means scare season. This is the second in a three-part series on ways to get out of town mentally and physically. And today we're talking about ways to experience the frights and delights of the season just outside the Berg. It's Wednesday, September 27th. I'm Megan Harris, and here's what Pittsburgh is talking about. I'm back with a friend of the pod, Stacey Federoff. Thank you for coming in. Hi, Megan. Always a treat. (laughs) And you brought a very tall friend with you today, Dave Archer. Welcome to CityCast Pittsburgh. Hi, happy to be here. So I know you guys have worked together for a while, six years seasonally. Uh, You're both at Scarehouse. It's that completely over-the-top haunted house at Pittsburgh Mills Mall. If you're allowed, can you each describe your roles this year? I'll go to Stacey first. Well... I, as a scare actor, am always, you know, somewhere lurking in the shadows. I feel Uh, like we've got good ambiance. We're all downtown and there's some fun noises coming from Market Square right now. (laughs) (laughs) Spooky. So, you know, uh, I rotate roles, so I'm not always the same thing. You were a haunted uh, pickle one year. Very Well, yes, zombie pickle, yes. (laughs) Uh, But my favorite Spots are usually in the zombie apocalypse section uh, because that involves a little more aggression (laughs) in the customers. Gotcha. Um, And then, Dave, I think you've had pretty much one consistent role from the start. Yeah, I've had a few uh, separate from time to time, but I've pretty much been Dave the Clown for (laughs) eight years now. Uh, Could you describe your costume or the, you know, kind of what folks experience for those who are not familiar? Mm -hmm. So... Uh, just to preface this, I'm six foot six, uh, <laughs> fairly big guy, so a little bit of intimidating presence. And then you put the clown makeup on, and it's a big yellow and red suit. Mm-hmm. And uh, I've always played it, you know, a little bit mischievous and scary. And I like to play hide and seek with people. Yeah, yeah. Can confirm and, uh, <laughs> you've scared the heck out of one of my friends a few years ago. She's already terrified of clowns, and it was so funny to watch. Um, how did you each get into haunt acting? Um, Stacy may have helped me with the lingo in advance of this. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll start. My beginnings were basically because I love Halloween. Yeah. And I like to patronize the scare house and, you know, follow them on social media. And year round, you find uh, in July, they start saying, hey, you can be an actor Mm -hmm. um, and scare people. What about you, Dave? Uh, So once again, same. Also loved Halloween. Um, And then I started doing like scaring the kids and stuff when I got out of the trick-or-treating age. Yeah. Uh, 
Did you have like a haunted house set up at at your home or a friend's house or uh, something like that? At our home, just like a garage. Yeah, kind yeah. Of set up. I feel like and... that's a lot of our gateway drugs, you know. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Those are called home haunts, Megan. <laughs> oh, are they? <laughs> that's <Okay>. official. <laughs> yes. And um, a mutual friend uh, of Stacy and myself, Phil, who I worked with uh, at a video store uh, for many years. R.I.P. I know. <laughs> but uh, no, he started doing it, and he said. This is so much fun. You got to join. So the next year, I auditioned, and rest is history. Yeah, yeah. Um, as experts on that side, the people inspiring the scares, what would you say is maybe the hardest, but also the most gratifying part of the gig? I think the hardest thing for us, from an actor's perspective, may be that we're all geared up and ready to go like this time of year in September when it's first starting. We got a lot of energy. The crowds are still pretty low at this point. Right, right. That's the problem. Then it reverses in October where there are more people who are excited for Halloween, but we have already been doing this for a month yes. or more. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So um, I always say it's more of a marathon than a sprint that um, you have to be keeping your energy up all throughout the season. But I mean, that's the reason why I love it so much is I get to celebrate Halloween for two two whole months. Yeah, yeah. Or more. <laughs> Dave? Yeah, I completely agree with that. And and to that point of it being a, a marathon, not a sprint, like there's lifestyle changes I make throughout September and October. I bet. To keep vocal range intact and Aww. like everything so that there's a very consistent performance. Ooh, care to give us a preview of that performance as a little pre-Halloween treat? It's a lot of that. <laughs> that is a lot of throat coat tea, uh, cough drops, <laughs> no alcohol. <laughs> you got to have a lot of clean living to scare yeah. people in a clown suit. Yeah, because I'm telling you, if, if I were to have a drink, my vocal cords, I can't I can't get to that range the next day. I don't know why. It's just. Wow. Yeah, it's a thing. That's such commitment. <laughs> what do you think that people like to get creeped out for fun? You can speak from firsthand experience if you want. I'd say it's the same reason uh, why people ride roller coasters or go to horror movies. There's an exhilaration and a thrill to it, and it releases a lot of emotions on people. And, you know, you could be having a rotten day at work, and you go somewhere, and when you're in there for that 30 minutes, and you're going through, and you're seeing everything, and people are coming out, you're not thinking about work. Mm -hmm. I mean, you're just in the moment living this, and when you come out, you feel so much better than when you went in. Yeah, it's a total reset. Um, Stacey, I think you shared this with me, um, that a good haunt balances elements of motion, stimulus, and variety. Um, I couldn't put it better. Mm -hmm. It's just, it really takes you out of whatever it was you were doing a few minutes before. And the, you know, when the rooms are tight and the, you know, the scares come from all angles, up, uh, down low, up high, all that factors into it, too. The elements of surprise, uh, you know, uh, um, the haunts using smells uh, is also something you yeah. know, that is even even engaging that part of your senses. Uh, you're just overwhelmed. And then once you come out, you're like, oh, I made it, you know, and that's the best feeling. Totally. Do you like to dance? 
look at beautiful art, eat gourmet snacks, people watch, we'll mark your calendars for Friday, June 7th for one of my favorite parties in Pittsburgh. It's Mattress Factory's 25th Garden Party. The theme this year is make-believe, and it's all to celebrate and support the creatives in our community. There's going to be live music, an open bar, an art auction, and probably my favorite, the costume contest. Trust me, I will be judging yins, and so will everyone else there. Be playful, be imaginative, explore your magical realm, because this is a theme party. You want to come dressed to impress. You must be 21 and up to attend, and rest assured, every dollar raised goes directly towards supporting the museum, its art, its education, and all of its community outreach initiatives. Get your tickets now to the 25th Mattress Factory Garden Party. They are in our show notes and online at mattress.org. Okay, so we brought you here not just for your inside takes, but also for the kinds of haunts that you look for as a customer and guest. Our Cracker Jack team behind the scenes broke this into a few categories for us. So first up, we're outside of Pittsburgh, not Scarehouse. Uh, would you recommend for the hardest core horror fans, like no holds bar, poop your pants, scream till you lose your voice kind of fear? So I'm going to say Scarehouse now. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, Chippewa Lake uh, Slaughterhouse. Slaughterhouse? That that instantly comes to mind for me. Uh, it's in, <laughs> obviously, Chippewa Lake, Ohio, uh, which is east of Akron. It's a former slaughterhouse. Okay. So the real deal. Yeah. That they have converted into a haunted attraction. And I've gone twice now. And I've gotten good scares out of it both times. And I'm a hard hard mark for that stuff. Yeah, I was going to say, can y'all even get scared in the same way that a lot of us do if you ever did? <laughs> Um, I don't think it's like a persistent level of, of terrified, but I, I've gotten some really good jump scares. Like one that I like to bring up there is, so you're walking through like this hallway of just pallets of containers. And then in front of you, all of a sudden a forklift comes like right in front of you with another empty container and you walk through it. And I never would have expected something like that in a million years. Yeah. That's really intense timing. Yeah. I went on Halloween night, uh, with another actor from Scarehouse and, it felt like we were the only people in there. That seems worse. Like I never, there wasn't like a ton of ambient music or anything. You'd maybe get like some old like Victrola music playing from time to time. The costumes all felt like very homemade, like homemade in a good sense, like Texas Chainsaw kind of homemade, <laughs> yeah. bad aesthetic. And um, it, it almost feels real to an extent because it's all on theme. Yeah, yeah. Those kinds of immersive haunts really like they take a minute to kind of shake off, you know. Um, Stacey, did you have one? I do want to give a shout out to the Crawford School of Terror in Connellsville. Mm -hmm. uh, I think they also do a good job of from uh, I I haven't been because I'm at the scare house all the time. Yeah, but yeah. I've heard that they also have a lot of that like thematic uh, because it was a, a schoolhouse mm -hmm. um, uh, elements to it and also the, um, you know, outside while you're waiting, um, uh, things, you know, to get you um, primed and ready to go in through the haunt. Well, so what about someone who has maybe a lower terror tolerance? Um, you know, they want to get in the Halloween spirit, but they're maybe not trying to exacerbate a heart condition or anything. So I think a great one for that would be uh, the Factory of Terror in uh, Canton. So they have, I think, three or four bars in the haunt 
Bars? Bars. Like, to drink at. Oh, yeah. <laughs> okay. So they have, like, a New Orleans-themed haunt, and after that haunt, in between the next one, they have a New Orleans Mardi Gras bar. Okay. With, like, themed characters in there, and the drinks are all, like, hurricanes and stuff like that. They have a pirate bar. yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and they're good drinks, too. <laughs> and, uh, you know, that place has... A, a party atmosphere to me because of that. Yeah. So it's like the haunt might be a little much for some people, but it's like, well, if you get through the one haunt, then you have a bar waiting for you and a fun thing. So, I mean, it, it breaks it up. It's yeah. not just constantly hitting you, scare, scare, scare. You get a nice breakup with the bar atmospheres and they had food trucks there and other stuff. Um, they're also open yeah. during different times throughout the year, as as are some of the haunts locally around the region. And th those typically, you know, for um, Valentine's Day or some haunts have even been doing St. Patrick's Day, Friday the 13th. It's mm -hmm. a big um, one. And in October, there's that's coming up this year. Oh, right, right. Yes. Um, and, and Christmas, you know, and so those are actually a little bit more mild if it is something, you know. Maybe mm -hmm. makes you a little nervous. Mm-hmm. What about a kid or a family-friendly haunted attraction? So I'd say a good one for that would be the Haunted Hills uh, Hayride in North Versailles. Okay. Just a fun hayride. I mean, it's got some elements of spookiness to it, but it's more classic Halloween, I would say, than like Saw. <laughs> yeah. Is it like scarecrows jumping out at you or like people chasing you with chainless chainsaws? Uh, chasing you with plungers. Plungers? <laughs> I got a plunger mm. stuck to my head, yes. <laughs> that, that You're kidding. Oh, no. that's great. There's nothing like a bathroom emergency to inspire terror in all of us. <laughs> um, I wanted to add in Hobgoblin Hikes uh, in Westmoreland County. Okay. Those were a staple when I was a kid growing up out, out there. Uh, they're put on in the county parks and um, are very fun for kids to do. And I believe they also enlist some kids to help out at. Yeah. Yeah. What about like fright farms or corn mazes and stuff like that? Do, you, do Are those worth folks' time to you? Oh, for sure. I mean, you have um, the other, the major Pittsburgh events like the Kennywood Fall Fest where you can go during the day and it's more of the fall harvest atmosphere. Yeah. Yeah. And then if you stay into the night when it, it becomes the haunt. And then uh, the Zubu also. And I think the thing uh, that I think is important is that there should be haunts for kids that are, you know, that get them into that spirit. Because otherwise, like Dave and I wouldn't be here. Okay, you know? <laughs> That's correct. Yeah. You don't and get grownups that are still still enjoying the time. I still <laughs> love to go to like Sorgles and ride the hayride and pick a pumpkin and really still love doing that. Yeah. Very so excited. I will always say that's worth your time. Very excited for the return of the boo barn at triple B farms. <laughs> about an hour South of the city. Yeah. yeah that's in Monongahela. Mm -hmm. and what, what's special about the boo barn? Well, I, I will see. It was closed for a few years, but what I remember was it was, um, your own self guided walk through and, Everything was like you. You mentioned Dave homemade in a good way. Kind mm -hmm. of mm -hmm. the the creativity was what I appreciated about it, and it was still scaring the little littlest kids who were walking through. Very cool. Um, well, since we're recommending many of these as getaways, what about maybe a haunted attraction that is just in a really beautiful part of the world? Like maybe the best attraction to build up a true day or weekend trip around. 
So a good destination hunt would be the Field of Screams. Uh, it's by Hershey. So you could have a weekend trip where you go to Hershey Park. Uh, if you like to go shopping, they have an outlet mall out there. <laughs> Very nice. Uh, a brewery, Trogues, is out there. Okay, yeah. Uh, maker of one of my favorite Christmas beers, Mad Elf. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, the Doppelbock is uh, dangerous. Oh, yeah, well, they have there. They have brewery-only exclusives. That they just make just for in there. Yeah. So you do that. And I think Hershey Park now is also doing haunts. So you could have a two-haunt weekend. And then there's also, I think, uh, Jason's Woods and Shocktoberfest in the area. So there's you could make a whole haunt weekend right in the middle of the state. Have you taken that exact trip before? Uh, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> What about maybe the quirkiest pick? Stacy? you've been giggling over this one for half an hour. <laughs> I recommend to all of my friends the Hopewell Windmill Haunted Mini Golf. Okay. Hopewell is north of the city? Yes. <laughs> In Beaver County. Yeah. Um, they have a mini golf and an ice cream stand. And um, it's actually going on now. Uh, is it haunted mini golf or is it just really cute, like kitschy mini golf? Well, it's decorated for Halloween, we'll yeah. say. Uh, the the thing I like about it is there's an artist who has done mural size paintings on sections of wooden fence that they put throughout the mini golf course. And the um, atmosphere is really nice when you're out in the crisp fall air and there's uh, Halloween music playing and they have lights on all their decorations. And you also get a golf ball that you put a small uh, glow stick in so that you can see it at night. Oh, like they've drilled a hole through the golf ball? Yeah, yeah. Oh, wow. Great. And they also have all the ice cream, you know, so it's just like in the summertime, <laughs> but it's for Halloween. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah I've already asked to see when that might happen because mm -hmm. I've wanted to go there for years and I've never gone. Maybe we're taking a caravan to mini golf this year. I'd love that. Um, well, so any suggestions, I guess, for folks who are maybe hearing all of these recommendations, they're intrigued, but maybe they're just a little bit nervous, a little scared of the genre. Um, any advice for folks to help them get over their fears and maybe try out a haunt here and there? I would say <laughs> definitely avoid any contact haunts. <laughs> contact haunt, yeah. a thing to, to where, avoid. Where they're touching you. Yeah, if you can't handle it to begin with. Um, the reason why I say that is because most haunts are non-contact. Right. Um, so I think if you go in with the mindset that no one's going to truly hurt you and that it, it could take the edge off a little bit, check with the uh, FAQs they have on the website. They usually specify that. Yeah, yeah. Or how maybe just how scary they are so you know what to expect. Yeah, they usually give age ranges and stuff like that. Stacy, any pro tips? I would say it, along the similar lines, it's it's all for fun. We're there for fun to entertain you as actors. So, you know, we we like it just as much when you play along. So and and most times if you truly are terrified. We know and we will not scare directly at you, you know, but if if you're having fun, we're going to try even harder <laughs> because we want to have fun, too. And, and to that point, I've been known to give encouragement to small children that I've seen come <laughs> through the haunt. Yeah. I give them like air high fives and stuff when you can tell they're a little on edge and it's mm -hmm. like... 
No, be proud of yourself. You're doing this. Yeah. If you want to get a taste of the art behind Dave and Stacy and the Scare House, you can check it out now through Halloween. Um, thank you so much and happy haunting. Thank you. Thanks, Megan. That's all for today here on CityCast Pittsburgh. If you're liking the show, please tell a friend, rate us, leave us a nice review, and make sure you're subscribed to our Hey Pittsburgh newsletter. We'll be back tomorrow morning with more news from around the city. Talk to you in soon. There's also a temptation to go to uh, get like fast food every night after the haunt. And I start to be like, I can't go to Sheets again. Like, I just can't. How many times have I gone to Sheets?